Oh, no, it's happening. 87. Okay. Started. Oh, we're in. Yeah, we're in. Okay. Four to barrels. What Four do you to barrels. We're just watching, watching footy looking for barrels. And we have beer. We do. I, hence the sound of opening. Yes. Oh, jeez. We're, oh. we're into it. Oh, what do you What You two look to be drinking the same beverage. What is it? It is a... I, it's... It's a little little brewery, uh, Deeds Brewing. Uh, may have heard of them. Yet to open their tap house. Yes, I know, but I'm onto them. Of course. So we can say we can say on the first episode of the podcast that the podcast will be ending the day that Deeds opens their tap house because we all won't make it. Yep. Yes, uh, all we the life maybe. insurance will be sorted, um, funerals yep. pre-organized. So to our wives, <laughs> sleep well, knowing that that will all be sorted for you. Yes, but until then, um, we're going to do a couple of podcasts talking about the footy. Um, my name's Simo. Got a hello and grazie with me, and uh, the reason why we started this is because they're, well, I, allegedly pretty good mates, but they know a fair bit about Jury's footy. still out. <laughs> they know a fair bit about footy, no, and I hear them bantering often, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds pretty interesting. Just record it. So here we are. We hit record, and we're bloody, we're <laughs> on the lookout for a couple of barrels. And Simon's underselling this a little bit. He's the one we want doing a lot of the talking. He's got the smooth... Radio voice. Well, not too sure about and that. And the expert analysis. Yes. <laughs> I, that, yeah, no doubt I have expert analysis. He's someone, if, as long as you sound like an expert, you're an expert. Yeah. So currently North Melbourne uh, and what's that, PA? Is that uh, Pennsylvania? Yeah, that's a long trip over. Yes. Um, They've done well for the flight. Yes. Yeah. North what's, Melbourne? Their, what's their mascot again? Is it penguins? Pentagons? Wow. I'm not sure. In what? Pennsylvania. Penguins. Well, it does Pencil- Pennsylvania doesn't have it, have it has a team as a state. Oh, that's good, oh. by the way. Yeah, it is. The Syndicate by Deeds Brewing Company. Bloody 10 thumbs up. Collabed with Beer Cartel. Yeah, well done. It's don't, a good collab. Don't forget. What happens with those collaborations? They just bloody dip their toe in and spin it around a bit? Or what do you think? Well, I, oh, I don't I brought, know how I brought this from home. With like a bottle shop. But like, I would assume that they make their way to the, the brewery and help with the brewing process. Yeah, so they don't just go into the cupboard and pull out some random herbs they go yeah. to the back and throw it in. Oh, I've had these hops in the cupboard for a couple of weeks. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind chucking them in, we can uh, make a beer together. Hey. Yeah. They're probably also a great, um, if it's the, the bottle shop themselves, probably the breweries they go to are top sellers, so they know that anything they're getting involved in is going to be a, yeah. a lucrative business business idea. But Oh, what a hell. Oh, there Who's we go. Now, just before we went on air, we're talking about best mother. We're on a barrel! That's... It, oh, it didn't right technically on. a barrel. <laughs> right it, was more, it was more of a sack than a barrel. Yeah. Uh, it was Jaden Stevenson having his shot from 55. The big helicopter. He, yeah. well, he gave it a go. Um, he has nailed them in the past. Um, unfortunately, didn't that time. Yeah, so one of the main things that we want to cover in this podcast is every barrel of the whole season because we, we, wanted, to, uh, we wanted to come back. And everyone loves a bloody barrel. It's so unpredictable and like, you know, now that bloody long legs McGee... Who's he? Anthony, um, Anthony Rocker. I mean, no, I've Dustin Fletcher. Fletcher. Doesn't he love it? <laughs> Fletcher with a barrel. Rocker. Sad. Or Rocker. Yes, Rocker did. I got the wrong. I got the Rockers mixed up the other day, didn't I? Yeah. One player and well, was a good one. Well, you did say Sav Rocker was the good one, but arguably he was the good one in terms of life. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, he made his way to the good. NFL and I just got a re- bit of cash. Now, I know nothing. Hudson will know everything. Um, he may be able to say more as his podcast progresses. I know nothing about American football. But one thing I do remember from the past was seeing Sav Rocker, who apparently was a punter. And generally, I believe that their main task is to 
punt and then leave. And he yes. punted, went to run off the ground, and one of the other big boys decided to run through him with the biggest hip and shoulder I've ever seen, which I think is meant to be against the rules. I'm not sure. Just, uh, just trying <laughs> to... No, yeah. it's a, it's a, there's, you can block him. Like, oh, but like he was just jog- looked like he was jogging off the ground or something. No, well, you've got to be ready. Well, you're on the field. You're, you're eligible to get I, hit. I think it was one of those classic things where it was, um, you haze the new guy, and even though he was a 26-year-old brick shit house from Australia, they went, well... This guy didn't grow up playing the game, so let's let him know about it. I know that does happen a fair bit, uh, fair bit in footy, which I Un- know. Unfortunately, in my experience watching the NFL, the brick shit houses from Australia tend to be small brick shit houses compared to the American. Well, yeah, I didn't see much of Carmichael Hunt um, in his playing, but he looks like a big. Who was Carmichael Hunt? No, Valentine no. Holmes got over there, and uh, the other fella, Jared Hayne. Oh, Jared Hayne. That's who I was looking for. I, the Hayne plane. That shows that, unfortunately, sorry. The Hayne plane came straight back home. Sorry, rugby league fans. That probably shows how much you know about that. I got Quick. a bunch of players confused. One thing, a uh, uh, good NFL, uh, AFL comparison. So, obviously, there's been a few cases of CTE and that sort of thing in NFL, and people have gone crazy because of all the hits to the head. I reckon AFL may suffer the same fa- same fate, but... All of the hits come after you've scored a goal. You kick a goal and like, yeah, well done, Dave. Oh, yeah, rubbing your head. Oh, yeah, yeah. good on you. Slapping and like, get off me. Now, I, so I, much unnecessary touching. <laughs> I, t- I too have thought, felt the same thing. However, now, I, for everyone who might be listening, I, I do play locally. And I do know that when someone does kick a goal and I'm nearby and I want to get around them, I always have the thought in my mind. It's like, what am I going to do here? Is it a, a small high five? Is it the good old bum tap? Is it a tap on the head? But I usually don't go for the tap on the head because as you just put Simo, like, I, I don't know how hard to do it. And I don't want to do it. Yeah. I, I, I don't want that. And sometimes happen. you cough a tap on the head and it's like, that was a bit harder yeah. than I wanted. And you can hear that, yeah. <laughs> that noise that you get. Yeah. I do like there are, uh, there is footage in the past of uh, guys celebrating goals and going for the double high five, missing the hand and then uh, getting their teammate in the eye with yeah, the old, the the old finger poke, that'll, which there's a few yeah, of those, yeah, which, is, which are pretty good. But... Um, yeah, how are North going here? 64, Port, 16, 11, 107. Well, they're not coming back, but they've been okay. I did see a few people saying that um, this season with the new rules and the more free-flowing play that there'd be a lot more 100-point games and they thought this was a pretty pretty good possibility. This one would be a big blowout, but they've done okay. It looked like it was going to be a bit of a bit of a blowout for a little bit, but they've come back okay. So what's the new rule? What, you can't you stand on the mark, but you can't... Bloody wave from side to side and whatever. You can put your arms up and wave them a little bit, but you can't move your feet. Is there any point of being there? I <sighs> yeah, because a guy can run. Yeah, play. Well, I mean, you were defending yeah. the original play. Like, you, yeah. you just lost. Yeah. So, like, what? but you can do what you want to do until the umpire says stand, and then you've got to, as we can see here, like, you can't move. You can move your arms around, but your feet have to stay where they are. Um, but what I've seen over the week is that you can actually stand five metres behind the mark. And, and run up. Well, like, you can do whatever like you want. So you can you can stand five metres behind the mark and go running around and have some fun. Um, yeah, because you're not technically on the mark at that yeah, point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the player with the ball does have the option of playing on in that case. But if you're having a set shot, usually you're sort of... I mean, some guys prefer to play on. And Well, so it happened in the Richmond-Carlton game and there was a... Uh, out of bounds on the full and McIntosh was taking the kick and the guy stood five metres off the mark, which allowed McIntosh to run and the have, it, have a go from 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whereas if, if the dude closer. was on the mark, even though he can't move, you're forcing him to have to kick it over you from yeah, 55, 60 enough. and not many blokes are kicking that that I've seen. Where's Butters? 
Now, we're, no, okay. Hudson and I are very avid super coach players. It takes up a lot of our a lot of our time. Uh, Simon, without being the the biggest, most knowledgeable person of footy, we've got him in doing a super coach team this year. And um, one player he had was Butters. Um, Wait, do you have Butters? Yeah, that was a, that was a good pick because that was Butters was someone yeah. I wanted. However, what's his, what's his name? Zach. Is Zach. That? Zach with a K. Z A K. Short, sweet, in, efficient. In case we didn't explain it, by the way, uh, you know Simo's voice. He he explained that. I'm I'm Gratzy. And I'm Hutto. Oh, it's Soz. Yeah, no, that's okay. Oh, we'll get there. I was going to say I'm Gratzy, then I'm Hutto after the pause to really confuse everybody, but yeah. Oh well, eight minutes in, you know who we are. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Now, um, also, one thing Hutto was mentioning before we went on air as well, that um, we probably didn't need to do a deep dive into last night's wonderful match of the year contender between Essendon and Hawthorne. Um, oh, I thought you were going to talk about Sydney-Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that a good one? Well, it was an upset, as was Adelaide and Geelong. Now, as a, as a Hawthorne supporter, um, Hudson probably won't want to admit out loud. As a, don't, as an, don't you go for Dogs? As an Essendon supporter. No, nah, look, Dogs are my second favourite team. 2016 nah, was fun. You don't have second favourite teams. I, I had one a, team. I had a good four years, three in a row, and then the uh, the second team. No, nah, my old, old man's Western Bulldogs fan from way back, long-suffering, and I always felt guilty that my name got me over the line as a Hawthorne supporter instead. So it was good to watch them salute as well in 2016. But Well, I had the option of North or uh, the Essendon pick, so... 2021, it's not going to be a good yeah. year, whichever way I went. No, maybe. Well, Essendon's been unknown. They play like they did in that second quarter. I mean, we we had 26 scoring shots to 22. Like, we were all over it. Yeah, it was. Um, that last quarter, it could have gone either way, but it was quite funny that it was a reverse result of last season. Now, Marnie Simo's from North Melbourne is only, uh, I think, 19 years old, and he's actually got the reverse mullet, which is uh, where... Your hair decides it doesn't want to grow anymore, um, which is very unfortunate for someone his age. So we look forward to about three years' time when he's got the the full the full. Oh, there's a guy in the crowd behind Darcy Byrne Jones with the same haircut. Oh God! I'm surprised they let him in. Well, I'm surprised they didn't give him a jersey. <laughs> nah, look, it's like we we like the um we like the characters and the hair. These days, I don't think it matters anymore. It was such a big it was a big deal 15 years ago if one bloke had a beard. Well, <laughs> someone got around with the mullet and it was. Dermot Brereton and surely Alan oh, Lee. Well, that's the thing. Back in the Fraser Gehrig have a good back one. In the, oh, yeah. Fraser Gehrig's got the... Uh, that's Jack Marnie's next step is grow out the back and he's on Fraser Gehrig's <laughs> level where the hair doesn't really want to be there on top. It just seemed as though it used to be for the characters that would have like the ballot and the strange haircut. Now these days, like, as a Hawthorne fan, I know Blake Hardwick's one of the most unassuming sort of quiet players going around. Like, I don't know what, exactly know what he's like off-field, but he wrapped the mullet for a long time. I think it's him and Ben Stratton had a bit of a, um, bit of a competition and... Yeah, so I don't... Look, it doesn't really matter, does it? You do anything these days. I think the Peaky Blinders have a lot to answer for, to be honest. Yeah. Well, you see a lot of guys have the... Um, it's like the it's like the hairline's allergic to their ears for some reason. And um, <laughs> I think uh, I think the Peaky Blinders have a lot to answer for. Oh, but um, very popular show, but it's influenced a lot of people. Why? Now, this coming from someone who's watched probably a lot more basketball in their time than AFL football. Why is it that every tall person looks like it hurts them to run in football, <laughs> yeah. yet they're of standard height in the uh, NBA? Yeah, and they're just jumping over people. Yeah, like NBA. Todd Goldstein in the middle there looked like he was stuck in the ground and his brain was, like, he was having a seizure. He was not sure where he wanted to be. <laughs> but in, uh, in saying this, like, what what is the um, the... African-American athletes and their athleticism, they generally seem to be quite like, more agile from in a lot of ways or like they seem to hold a lot of the sprint records and stuff. Is that anything? Because are the, are the, a lot of the 
Caucasian players in the NBA also just as agile as the the rest of the boys? Or well, I mean, it's more on depending on who you who you're watching. Yeah, I mean, if Bogut came and played AFL, would he run around looking like Todd Goldstein? Or yeah, but uh, Bogut wasn't ever an he wasn't ever an athletic freak. No. Oh, I mean, compared to me, yes, and compared to most <laughs> most people, probably yes. But compared to LeBron, maybe not. No. No, I guess not. But um, so. We should get a bit of structure. What was the first game? That was that was Tigers. Yeah, so that was Tigers Carlton on Tigers Thursday. Night. And we had yeah. we had a barrel, and it was the man Dusty. himself, Dustin Martin. Oh, good. All right, if we're going to argue barrels, we had Lockie O'Brien kick a barrel from a meter out. It just it went into the stands. Yeah, I don't even know if he hit it properly, but Lockie O'Brien's peak. I still feel like this, peak um, of his career. This this focus on the barrels is. Brought through a couple. I haven't seen so many barrels. Now, what what is pretty amazing, I, I actually can't believe that we were four minutes into our first podcast and there was a barrel on the footy live that we're watching, which yeah, is it's meant to pretty... Be. I think that's a sign. And Xavier Durst has just kicked a goal and given the famous uh, bow and arrow, which we love. We also Made love famous the, by uh, Jamal Murray. I don't know who NBA fame. Oh, okay. Yep, there you go. He's probably an NBA fan then, I guess. Um, of course, our favourite moment from Xavier Durst was the time that... Um, <laughs> Brian Taylor interviewed him in the rooms <laughs> after the game and was introduced to uh, introduced to Xavier's girlfriend and said, "Oh, what are you having a big day?" She's like, "Oh, yeah, you just picked me up from school." And uh, look on BT's face, I don't think he was thinking anything about that girl being at school a few minutes before he asked her that. But <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, even I know about that one. <laughs> Very meme-worthy picture that one. Yes. Uh, so yeah. who? Wa- oh, something about yeah. Richmond Carlton. Yeah. So Richmond Carlton Thursday night. Richmond got up by twenty-five points. Yeah. So. Even Good though, game. Even, yeah, even though that was the case, I didn't realise that Carlton weren't shit out anymore. Yeah, yeah they're, no, they're, they're all right. right. Very interestingly, it's, I love how this happens. That's the first game of the year every season. There's an argument whether it should be or not. But um, I believe the score was one point different from last season's game. Mm. I yeah. believe it was, was it 10, what was it this year? 100 and, 105 to 80. to 80. I think last year was 105 to 81. Something like I that. I want to yeah. say, yeah. Which is pretty remarkable when you think about it. How yeah. old is Jack Revolt? <sighs> yeah, he's, he's getting up there. He now it's funny talking about barrels. I I can remember two thousand and eight, uh, watching a Richmond St Kilda game, and just before we, I was, I'm going to age myself here, but I was eighteen in that year, and uh, just before we went downtown to have have a few more drinks, we're having pre drinks watching the game, and Jack Rewatt had a shot after the siren from the centre square, and uh, went for a barrel, I believe. So you're saying he's old? Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm saying that he's. Done barrels and he's old. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> Jack no, Rewalt is uh, 33 this year. Oh, yep. so I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're old. You're old for yeah, okay. I'm old. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> I'm old. You're a spring chicken. <laughs> Many oh, well. years left in the legs. Cripps is good, except he's held together by tape. Why yeah. does Carlton always have someone that's held, a bit, held together by tape? Well, because uh, he's had to spend the last few years carrying the whole bloody he team. He carries a team yeah, on his right. shoulders, yeah. But uh, uh, they've now got uh, Sam Walsh, Sam Walsh there, so he's, he's in for a big tape future. Yeah. And I saw uh, Mark Murphy, that guy I met he's once, and yeah. I didn't think I didn't know who he was. I thought he just worked. Can you retell that story like, quickly? Nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, that maybe was, maybe was, in future. That's as exciting as it was. Yeah. When uh, Mark Murphy, when you're on the podcast, uh, <laughs> Yeah. We'll get Simo to recount that story. We yeah. might have to. Um, now, yesterday, um, with footy players we might have met, or this isn't even quite that, but it's close. Um, my my footy team yesterday played Finlay in a practice game. And Finlay, of course, being the home of Tom Hawkins. Um, on the bus on the way there, someone pointed out, apparently, there were four or five Hawkins playing for Finlay in the game. And there was one particular gentleman who 
if you took me and cut my head off, I'm only about 5'9", if I'm being generous, and put Tom Hawkins' head on my body, that guy was playing. Yeah, which right. was actually pretty interesting, because as we know, Tom Hawkins is a big, big man in the AFL. And uh, I don't know if it was his tiny twin brother or someone playing there, but um, yeah, all the Hawkins were very good players too on the day. But um, yeah, that was, uh, that was a bit of fun. Yeah, that's a go. I'll I tell you what, watching, watching uh, bloody TH, as they call him, I don't know if they call him that, but he was playing shit house. And, um, like, he didn't really do much that game, I think. Is that correct? TH, is this... I um, can't follow who t- who's yeah. TH. Tom Hawkins. Which game? When? The, the, the Finlay game? No, not the Finlay game. Yesterday. Against Adelaide yesterday. Yeah. How did he go yesterday? I, didn't, I was away. So I was otherwise occupied. So I felt like oh. he didn't do too much until the final quarters. But I did notice a lack of hair gel. Now, we know that guy's got a real good head of hair, <laughs> and I think he's gone the, I'll, I'll shampoo it and just, you know, just I'll let, let it, it be for a while. And it was just, I think he said it was a bit too fluffed up, and he sort of, it just, it just mate, got him off his game. Maybe one of those cases where they said, look, it's, the hair's starting to find its way off your head. Yeah. If you stop putting some stuff in it, we might... Might get, a bit, get more no, action out of it. It's, it's a gorgeous head of hair. Oh. But, but as the time went on, it got a bit of sweat in it. And he sort of started slicking it over. and get, You know, it's always slick. Yeah. And then he started kicking goals. So, Tom, it, if you're listening, just, uh, yeah, you maybe just need to do it from the start. Buddy. It interests me with him being the farm boy because the other farm boy they talk about is uh, Ben Cunnington who plays for the Roos. Now, you couldn't get two completely different looking people as Tom Hawkins and Ben Cunnington. Because Ben Cunnington looks like he hasn't left the farm for a day. And Tom Hawkins, as you said, like with that head, he looks like he could have been a uh, born in the middle of the city, private school <laughs> captain... Has never seen a tree, basically. Well, I tell you what, if if, if all else, uh, if it doesn't work out for him, he can go on uh, Farmer Wants a Wife, technically. I guess. Oh, and he would he would win. He would. There's actually does next... anyone win on Farmer Wants a Wife? No, oh, well, oh, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I think uh, Married at First Sight is a big one at the moment. There's an ex AFL player on that actually. Um, Who? Don't know. That's how he had a great career. <laughs> <laughs> Introduced him in the first episode. I can't remember his name. Um, I was only watching it because. I'll be the uh, the resident metal punk hardcore guy on the podcast that, that might come up every now and then. But um, Booker Nile, the uh, keyboardist and singer from uh, Deathcore band Make Them Suffer, she decided to go on this year. And um, I thought I'll watch it for her, but uh, putting up with the rest of it, it's, I just watch her segments on Nine Live or whatever it's called. But um, yeah, she's she's pretty entertaining. Full time, Port got up. How did Butters go? Butters. We'll have a look at the Supercoach scores. Yeah, for hold on, hold on. Oh, what do we got? Hell. Butters had... Also, who's, no, who's number 21 for Port? He is, a, he is a statue. <laughs> yeah, he's... A, he's <laughs> he is the very he is ripped. a specimen. He is yep. jacked. Yep. Goodness me. He's got Good some shoulders on him. Look at him. Well, what's look interesting, so there, there are a few Sudanese boys in the AFL. Majak Dor, of course, being the first and most, most well-known. He is one of the biggest humans you'll ever see mm. that's ever put on a footy jumper. Alir Alir as well. The other one that plays for Hawthorne, I won't try, I'll ruin his name if I try and say the full one. We'll just call him, or it's Jayath, or it's CJ. CJ. He's actually the um, the exception to that rule. He's the, the lean, quick sort of lad. Um, but, yeah, the uh, it's it's nice seeing the, the multicultural sort of uh, thing come into the footy. I do remember there was a very fun little first time it had happened years ago when West Coast and North Melbourne played each other. I can remember this vividly. Uh, Magic Door came in. He hadn't played many games. Came in, went in the ruck straight against Nick Nat Newey. Yes, that was a matchup it. that everyone wanted to see, and um, it was good. You never knew he was going to win that tape because just so athletic. Yeah, 
lot of those boys can jump and they can run. So to answer your question, uh, Butters, 16 touches, 5 marks, 4 tackles for 97 super coach points. Oh, oh he's mate. kicked two goals as well. So, That's not bad for so your son. So good, a value 100's pick. a good score. Well, yeah, but you've, you've paid 470 for him, so you'd take 97. Okay, like if, he can, if he can churn out 95 plus every week, you're laughing because yeah, right you turn him into a Paddy Dangerfield after he gets rubbed out for yep. rubbish. <laughs> but... Yeah, no, that's the man you want on screen there, Travis Boke. If you didn't actually know, Simon Brought so, his own footy. So, basically, players at the start of the season are priced at what their average should be, just about. Yeah, okay. So, if uh, your player, if he's priced at about 470, I believe that his average last year was around about 89 or so. 88, 89. So, he scored more than that. So, that's that's great. Um, who did we have in that one, Hudson? Unfortunately, we had... Yo well, man Bergman, who we yeah, Bergman ended up on thirty-one. Quiet game. He's a rookie. That's quiet, quiet debut for Miles Bergman. Uh, Tom Powell, the North rookie, fifty-three. Oh, okay, not bad. We not, paid it. We paid a bit more for him. He's an inflated price rookie, but if your rookie's getting over fifty, you just you just nineteen nineteen touches in a goal, fifty-two percent disposal efficiency is what killed him. But get that up to eighty, that turns into a seventy, and you, you're laughing. Now, uh, where is a, a person that plays locally? Foot local footy around here who used to play AFL and holds a very uh, very cool record. That being Dean Polo, who actually in his first game got three Brownlow votes, which doesn't happen very often. It's another player yesterday who might yeah, have done Errol. the same thing. Whose name? Simo, there's a guy in the AFL who's only a young kid, eighteen. His name is Errol. Errol Goulden. Oh, I, I saw that bloke. Yes. Yeah, he was killing it. It was his first game for Sydney. Yeah, Kick so let's, let's talk about that game. Did anyone watch that? <laughs> nah, no, I didn't get a chance. We suck. I well, watched. I nah, watched. Yeah, Simo, nah. I don't think Sim- Simo's ever told us he goes for Sydney. So this is a uh... well. I don't. Yeah, I don't really. F- I, if you can't name more than three players, you can't go for them. And I, I can't name. I can't name any of them. How do I swap it over? Here you go. I don't know. <laughs> oh, hang on. Maybe yeah. I can figure this out. Yeah, you, but you got this. one thing about the Sydney game is uh, there's this bloke. That has uh, another haircut. That's afraid of his like his hair's afraid of his ears or whatever's <laughs> going on. Little bloke, and he's done. Uh, I'll have to show you the YouTube clip, Gratz. His buddy jumped the top rope and kicked a oh. kicked the Brisbane now, fan right in the face. I saw this. <laughs> I saw this. That was Tom Papley, and he ran to the fence and had to make a decision whether he ran straight into the fence or took a tumble, and the tumble cleared about three rows. Yeah, went straight into a bunch of Brisbane supporters. And as a wrestling fan, I. Loved every second of yeah. what I saw on that replay this morning, that little highlight. And that, that bloke, if, I reckon the bloke in the crowd, if he had had his time again, he would have flogged the piss out of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lucky, lucky it's not back in the 90s when they're all along the fence, boundaries on the fence. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because it looked like he could have easily pulled up, but I do understand at the same time. It was, it was, it was a very athletic jump. What was that headline back there? Sorry, how do I just go up a little bit again? So we've got it. Uh, Hawks claw back with seven straight. No. I didn't see it. That, now, wasn't, um, that wasn't there. I will just say this quickly. Um, every now and then we put our, we say we like a certain player and we back them to the hill. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Um, I will just say that the player for Hawthorne's name is Dylan Moore, who last year in the uh, the hub life couldn't get a game. We were playing Darren Minchington. If you don't know who that is, I'm not surprised. Um, he was a mature age recruit from St Kilda and he'd probably get 10 touches a game and not do a hell of a lot. We're playing him instead of Dylan Moore. We brought Dylan Moore in late in the season. He got a Brownlow vote in the last game of the year and got delisted, then re-rookied for us. And then he was pretty impressive over the preseason, so Hawthorne decided to chuck him in for round one. Had one handball to halftime last night. Apparently, Clarko gave him a bit of a rocket. Came out in the third quarter. 14 disposals and three goals. Turned the game on his own. 
Which was That'll fantastic be to see. The best half he plays this year, <laughs> I can Look, guarantee it. It might be, but he's uh, he's definitely um, he's definitely done a good job to get back to where he was. And I backed him for a few years now. As I see him do that, I was absolutely chuffed, absolutely chuffed. I was pretty uh, pretty happy. I mean, I was stoked with the way all the boys played anyway. But um, it's nice when you back a player. I had that with Matthew Wade too in the cricket, but um, that went well when he got back in for the Ashes and scored two tons that time. But um, that sort of Slowly got worse and worse as the years went on. I've got to find another cricketer to back now. I don't know who, though. Now, now Simon, we need to go back. So, we've we've covered the Richmond-Carlton game. Yep. Not super coach-wise, though. Like, who did you have in your team that we can analyse? Because I'd love to see it. Righto. Who have we got? So, I've got... I have to get the colours. Yeah. Grimes? Yep. So, D- Dylan Grimes. Frank a, Grimes. Quiet one for old Dylan Grimes. He had 40. Yep. And then I had... I've got Cripps. Cripps, yeah. 88. Turned it on first half. First half. 63 oh. half time. Oh. First yeah. half was phenomenal. Second half, I think he was sitting in the living room with me. And I had Dusty. Yeah, Dusty. He was, he was pretty good. <laughs> Dusty. Yeah. Pleasure. Now, Hudson, are you going to make... 158 for Dusty. If danger's out, are you doing danger to Dusty? I, I don't think I am, Zach. I think based off Dusty getting 150 plus in round one and then disappearing for a, a month, I think he's... Uh, he might be one to come come in yeah. in a couple of couple of weeks. Not quite right now. If Dusty's out, uh, sorry, Danger's out. What is? Uh, oh, I tell you, I'm looking Danger's at old Travis Boak after this this one. Yeah. Uh, is is Danger is Danger out because he bloody kamikaze that other bloke? He killed a man. Well, if, <laughs> that's what that's what we that's what people are saying. But I, I don't think he should be. Honestly, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's gone the bump. Fair enough. He's gone the bump. It was he's a head flash in the end. Yeah, but it wasn't the bump that hurt him. The, yeah. the, and I look. I actually agree. And like, I'm not, I'm, I don't dislike Danger. He's not like he's a Hawthorne fan. Geelong will be my least favorite team, but um, Danger himself. I do love watching him play a lot of the time. But the, the problem with it is, I agree that if you go to bump and it's incidental head contact, it sucks. But at the same time, you didn't mean to do it. But I think what the rule says these days: if you elect to bump and any contact is made with the head, you're in trouble. And unfortunately, I think it was was it Jake Kelly that he hit. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was out. That was it. Oh yeah, he was, he was big yeah, time out. His yeah. nose was coming out. His if was, blood was yeah. coming out. His nose. Yeah. He was. He was so bad. His nose was coming out. His blood. Yeah, that's it. If it was he, Jake, his nose was yeah. almost loaded to his face. I think he was Jake Kelly before he caught that hit. Then he just turned into fucking anyone. Yeah, he, he, really he doesn't else. remember. Yeah. All right. So, yep. Who would you, Gratty? How'd you go in that game? You had, oh, you Pat, had all those boys. No, Paddy no Dow. Grimes. Yeah, Paddy Dow. Paddy, who I, sixty. I, I said it probably get around sixty, sixty-five, and he did. So Jaden we'll Short, Shaden Short, bang on a hundred. So happy with I that. Went we'll big take in, that. I, I went big in my back line, and uh, just before we go through all the other games, I have uh, Ridley, Laird, uh, Short, and who's the other one? Probably someone you had. Oh, Caleb Daniel. Yeah, Caleb. All Daniel. four scored over a hundred, so that that's paid off. Yep, I I did the same, but I can trump you by also adding in Tom Stewart, who also scored over a hundred. Ah, so nice. so far, five out of my six yep. have scored a hundred. And Tom Highmore to come. Who? What are, you, what are you on at the moment? I am currently getting some oh, yeah. loading happening Good on the internet, but I, roughly oh, roughly seventeen hundred. Who we got? First of the season, Toby Green. Toby Green kicking people Ooh. in the head, taking marks. How good! Oh. Oh. Welcome back. Welcome back to footy. If anyone's already seen that. Highlight which you probably have because no one's listening to this live. But um, got the game on you. Yeah. Oh, more rain in Sydney. Oh, the, of course. Who would have thought? Now the interesting part of green this, and green for goals. Love that. So we're we're closer down to the border towards Victoria, but um, we have we hadn't really seen any until today. But the, oh, it was um, yeah, it looks like it's been torrential. I'm not didn't know anything about it, and we 
I know when we got to Finley yesterday, someone said, oh, it might rain a little bit later, and it did, but thankfully it held off until after the game. It's, um, I think uh, strange allergies has been a, um, a little theme of the podcast. I can definitely tell you that me and football in the wet, I'm definitely allergic to that. But Allergic to tackling, allergic to football in now, the wet. Now, look, it's um, I, I will say that we've had two practice games so far, and I, I've made a, a very conscious effort to be a little bit better inside the contest, and... Uh, Played a couple yesterday. Um, yeah, it was all right. Actually, we gang tackled a mate of mine and I, who's a, a very big fella. Gang tackled someone. I thought we'd killed him, um, which you sort of feel good about for a second. Then you realise that um, it's just a game. It's just another human being. Then you make sure they were okay. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> pies, dogs. Like what happened? Was it hailing or raining or what's going on? 69-53. It was dogs got three in the first five minutes and Collingwood went, you know what? We're not having that. And they turned defensive and it was a very impressive defensive display against, like considering it looked like they lost every single clearance, they did very well to keep that to 69 points considering, again, Dunkley, McRae, Bont, Trelaw, Bailey Smith. And incredibly, Stefan Martin in the middle. Yeah. Dogs are well and truly covered in that area. Their, their oh, midfield is going to beat though, every midfielder in the comp this year. I've got Collingwood to slide this season. However, their back line, Darcy Moore, mm-hmm. Jack Crisp, Braden mm-hmm. Maynard, Madgen was pretty good. But those those first three boys I mentioned, like, oh, Ruffhead was pretty decent as well. They uh, It was nearly record inside 50s the Bulldogs got. Mm-hmm. And to, for them to only lose what they did, you can shows how... Collingwood's defence is going to be there. Um, they don't have any good forwards. Majacek's fine, but he's not a key forward. Um, their midfield's obviously lost a lot of depth with Phillips going to the Hawks and Trelaw leaving. Um, so we were interested to see how um, Sire would go in the midfield. Sire? Sire. 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 Unfortunately, Sire. I, think he, I think he played a full game in the midfield and ended up with one kick and eight handballs, I believe. Was well, he played 60% of the game, so he wasn't exactly in there all day, but... I think more along those lines, Taylor Adams and Josh Dacos had real, real rough goes at it. So um, Taylor Adams will be in my super coach team sooner rather than later? Or yeah, so sign fallen premiums. Have you heard that before? I Is this, is, is this talking about like uh, health insurance? Nah, well, I mean, if, Could be. if you want, that can, that can be uh, on our health insurance podcast that we do on Mondays. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. We'll have to... Yeah, okay. We won't talk about that now. Oh, yeah, the, one, so we'll the say, one that we do right before we go to Deeds. Yeah, yes. yeah. So that'll be that'll be in a later episode. Yeah. Um, but no, so in Supercoach, fallen premiums, you got, you, you got your big boys. You got you got your Bonds, you got your McCrays, you got your Lockie Neals, all these big boys that cost the big bucks that get you the big points. But then you've got your fallen premiums like... Taylor Adams this year, I reckon he, he might be a candidate. 40. Was, was that the bloke from Adelaide with the mo? Nah. Who's that? <laughs> Not real sure. Didn't watch the game. So I know there was a bloke called Jordan Gallucci who got delisted that was an Adelaide nah, bloke with the No, no, this bloke, <laughs> he kicked, he bloody, he had oh, a Oh, Tex. He, I don't know. He had a country footy game. He probably kicked 10 or something. Oh, right, Tex kicked five. Taylor Tex. Walker. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like Taylor the, Adams. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it was close. There you go. Yeah, no. So, um, Taylor Adams, bad score. He looks like he's going to go down in price. But the thing is, you bring him in at 400, 500K, and you're going to get someone that could, could get average year 100. It, you kind of wait for those poor games, injury-affected games, all that kind of stuff to improve your, improve your team and what, bring in those guys that are undervalued. One of my favourites, Simon, was um, because you do the lower you score, the more money you lose, the more affordable you are. Um, Jake Lloyd, most expensive defender in Supercoach. 
few years ago, just when he was starting to really sort of show everyone what he could do. In a game, there was the the game started, ball up. Uh, I forget who they were playing. That's for argument's sake. Say it was Geelong. Ball to down, Geelong midfielder kicks it forward. Jake Lloyd runs back, gets knocked out in the first two seconds. Yeah, that, Score yeah. zero. Yeah, gotcha. So he, he gets a zero added to his uh, rolling price. Yeah. Meaning that his uh, Supercoach price absolutely plummets so and everyone, everyone can afford him. Yeah, yeah. right. So it's, it's, it's a bit of a stock market thing. Yeah, so everyone should, like, you know, the star player of uh, each club should get knocked out so we have a good uh, Supercoach team. We don't wish that upon anyone. We don't. But in, in Supercoach <laughs> terms, I mean, it's not... You, there are times when you watch a game and you, you, you do get a little bit excited going, oh, that was just like... A little tweak of something. That like nothing nothing major, but like at least miss the game. Sorry, like, I was suggesting, yeah, uh, I wasn't suggesting that we, uh, that someone did knock out all the star players of each team. I would knock never suggest out. that. Kick his ass, Seabass. I, I, I think we've uh, mentioned before, there, maybe there's a place in football for the uh, the violent mercenary whose job it is just to go out and bash people and then get yeah. suspended, then come back and do the same thing again. Mick, Mar- <laughs> Mick Martin. Yeah. Mick Martin. He'll come back. It, but, works, in the, it yeah. works in the hockey. Why can't it work in the football? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, by the way, I didn't mention it at the start. I need to, need to put it out there. I, I unfortunately drank my deeds, the syndicate. Although we, mm. although we all agreed we would uh, have the same. Yeah, yes, that was my bad. Um, got caught up in my uh, birthday festivities a week ago. I'm actually drinking a Hargraves Hill, which is a brewery I really like and have for a long time. A uh, passion fruit summer pale. Have either of you guys had this before? No, no. It is. Very delicious. And I thought I'd better drink it now. Summer is over, but I think it was brewed for around about the beginning of summer. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's actually very, very delicious. Delicious. No. Doesn't he love it? Special on, moment for Zach. <laughs> just quickly on Hargraves Hill. First time I had them, Mrs. Palmer's, uh, I'll say Palmy restaurant. That'll show where we are in the world, I suppose. Um, big... Uh, Pale Ale from Hargraves Hill. It was probably the first proper craft beer I had outside of uh, Bridge Road from Beechworth. And it was the best thing I'd ever had in my life. And that was actually something that really kick-started my journey into the the, um, the new beers. So I do have them to thank. do have them to thank. And uh, they sort of disappeared. Well, not did disappear, but you, you saw their beers around. And all of a sudden they started doing these Pursuit of Hoppiness um, series and we've jumped on them a lot and they make yep. some very very nice beers so shout out to them yeah, yeah shout Juicy. out Juicy. delicious shout out. Yeah. I wasn't keen on the mango one though uh, mango mango's a beaut like mango's like one mango, of my favourite yeah. mango's favourite mango creme yeah. brulee or something I'm like oh, oh you're sure. crazy that was oh, that was sure about it. top notch I wasn't sure about that one um, so <laughs> next game Sad day will probably gloss over pretty quick uh, not because of Essen and Hawthorne but because two thirds of the the podcast didn't actually watch any football yesterday oh, through be. other commitments. Um, so we had Melbourne beat Freo in a uh, lowish scoring game. Is that an upset? Uh, round one's hard, but I'd say yes, because I think most people thought Freo would rise and Melbourne we didn't know. However, Freo do have a lot of injuries at the moment. Yeah. So they're arguably they're And picked up more. Do I have five? I had five, didn't I? Did you? Oh, nah. good if you did. Five I guys. Did, I didn't have five. Oh, so Al- Alex nine. Pierce, MCL. All oh, right. So what's that about eight to twelve week? Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah I've got, I've got yeah. five. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so five. What did he get? One hundred and nine. Not bad for him. And uh, if anyone took the value picks in the midfield, Brayshaw and Chera, one hundred and twenty-five, one hundred and twenty-two. Yeah. That's um. What about Valente? Is he? Did he? Nah. Do so Valente didn't play. What? What about uh, Tracy? Tracy? He also didn't play. He's suspended for. What did he do? I. Uh, 
belt punch someone in the head. When? Uh, in a pre-season waffle game. In a pre-season why reserve have, game. Um, can we him? also <laughs> news on Josh Tracy is because of the structure of the waffle and the AFL, he misses two waffle games, but that coincides to a total of four AFL games. So he's available for round five. <laughs> and what? Josh Tracy in a he was allowed to play in a waffle scratch match yesterday. Uh, kick seven. Did he? Yep. Oh, well, he's straight yeah, at 102K. Right. He's straight into my team when he's playing. Hopefully he um, gets a gig. So keep him. Yeah. Keep him. Yeah. He's on your uh, bench. I keep. mean, you don't need to keep him. You've got some other value blokes, but... See, this is the difference between the fantasy basketball and the fantasy footy. Like, it's not as if someone else takes that guy. Yeah. Whereas, you get unlimited trade? What's the trade? No, nah, see, so you get seven pickups a week, and the week goes for, obviously, seven days. Yeah, okay. Just for, just for everyone out there, weeks, seven days. Seven Who days. knew? Yeah. Who but which knew? sort of week? Is it? Is that like a Sunday to through to Saturday situation? Uh, well, it, it's an American... Monday to Monday to Sunday, oh, so but because we're system. here, it's a Tuesday to Monday oh, right, because yeah. of the time difference. Yeah. Um, continue on. So D's Dockers, uh, eighty to fifty-eight. Couple of big scores: Jake Lever, Clayton Oliver on the D side. Uh, then what we have? We had Adelaide Geelong. What a what a what a start to the year for the Crows. This, oh, if, if Hawthorne had continued their form from the second quarter and lost, I still would have been just as happy. I'm really sorry for Geelong supporters out there. In- incredible scenes. I think, Simo, you mentioned that you watch a bit of this. You yeah. watched uh, the big Mo Boy kick, kick five. They, they called the Taylor Adams for they, they Adelaide. Taylor Adams kick five. They called, yeah, they called game of his life. I'm like, that's a big call. Yeah. He was playing well. No, well, I mean, was, it, was, it wasn't as good as his performance uh, in the grand final yeah. against Richmond. Well, back, sure. back, to that, back to that hit with danger. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it was hilarious because he got chased down and pretty much embarrassed. He basically got pantsed in front of however many <laughs> was in the crowd. And he just decided, nah, the next guy I run into is dead. Yeah. Yeah. See ya. And it was a head clash, and he just got up and just—he must have—I don't know—he must have bloody cast I, iron head. I just think he's a very danger. Big boy. Yeah, D- danger has caught many knocks in his career, and you watch it and think, well, he's gone, and he gets straight. Or I think he milks it a bit sometimes, and then he gets straight back up, and then he plays the rest of the game like he's fine. As we know, uh, as I definitely know, the the game where everyone thought that he'd done his knee, and he came back out and kicked six goals on one leg oh. in the second half, and then he played the next week. So yeah, good on him. I reckon he was just putting the limp on just for the. Just for the sake of so it. So one, I reckon you might like Tom Stewart at the back for Geelong. I think that's a Simo, Simo that's fan favourite. Oh, who's, who's the bloke with the dreads? Is that him? No, Brian, Brian Myers. Brian oh. Myers. Now, he had a shocker. He did. Now, Brian Myers is interesting because, for starters, his parents couldn't decide if they wanted to call him Graham, Graham or Brian. So they went with Graham. The other thing, his dad... Created X Blades footy boots. Yeah, well, um, I don't think he wears them though. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I don't think he can get his hands on any because no one's seen any yeah, for a little while, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I yep. can only see last season's. Did you boots. think he had a shocker because of how bad his kicking was? Was that what? What? <laughs> oh, you distracted by? Um, do you think that he had a shocker because of how bad his kicking was? Was that what it was? Well, I think his kicking is always bad, but the, the, yeah. that was an absolute clanger. He, um, it was like an out of bounds. On the fall or whatever in the back line, and he's went, ah, oh, football. All right, I've got this ball, and I'm just going to kick it. And then <laughs> it just went, I don't know, it went off his bloody left knee and just went across the across the face. It was a shock. So he's an interesting one because it's his uh, biomechanics and the way that he kicks. You notice he runs out to the side when he kicks. He doesn't kick 
through a straight plane of movement. Yeah. Well, because he kicked a goal later, and yep. he like looked at the tumble of the ball, and you're yeah. like, I, I kicked that. <laughs> like, I, yeah. Yeah. So he's, he, he actually one of the reasons he got drafted. He kicked seven goals in the under eighteen championships grand final. Yeah, but I could kick. I could kick that many in under 18s grand final at the age of thirty four. Um, <laughs> have you seen some of those kids? Do you nah. know what those kids now are doing? Testing in their combine. Running five minute twenty eight two kilometer time trials. Don't worry, I'll just <laughs> I, I would just van wild at all those yeah. guys. So just take him out. Timo ran a, a two k time trial recently and uh, ran one kilometer under five minutes. So watch out. One. Yes, I did. <laughs> one of the two kilometers. <laughs> no, hang on. Let's check my. <laughs> Can I get one of two sugars in my coffee? Yes. Um. Okay. So yeah, Adelaide <laughs> one Geelong. One two sugars. Um, popular picks: James Rowe, Rory Laird, both tunned up. Um. Who else we got? Couple of boys got some scores. Yeah, I'm just seeing a name there, Hudson, which is interesting. Tom Atkins. Yep. He played really well in a preseason game, and I believe there was a very popular Super Coach YouTuber who I don't know if this team was legit, but actually had Tom Atkins penciled in at F1, which is his premium forward position. He scored an 82, which I've got to be honest, if you're, it's your F1, you want more than that. But if you're taking a pick like Tom Atkins when no one else has him, you'd probably take 82. But the thing is with Tom Atkins is he's your F1. That would suggest to me that you're going with six premiums at the back and at least five in the midfield. That's true. So the money you save, realistically, having Tom Atkins at F1 getting 82, all of a sudden you've got Tom Stewart, Jordan Ridley, Rory Laird. But all what these boys if your midfield back. at that point had Lockie Neal with his 77 and Paddy Cripps with his 88 yeah, well, and all these guys that didn't score very well? The, uh, the, four, the most expensive players on each line... All didn't score 100 this weekend, so it was definitely value to be found elsewhere, which is yeah. very interesting. Uh, Who there is, but it's the safety in the pick. Yeah. It's it's if you're getting your Lockie Neal, it's Lockie Neal had a, a stinker and he still scored 70 plus. Yep. So the the opposite of that is you get Cogs for 550, and as we saw on the screen before, he had 11 touches in the first and hasn't gone near it in the second. What um what's Tim Taranto on? So Hold on, uh, Tim Taranto. Tim Taranto. Please is tell me it's it's good. Currently on twenty one. Twenty one. So not good. Harvard Matthew Flynn, thirty eight, and uh, Tom Highmore is on forty two. So he's my starting defender. I also thought that I had him, but I went back and looked, and he wasn't there. No. Hmm. Do you know what? He's actually got a really interesting nickname. Um, should get. Is that that actually, can't be is, confirmed? Is, is that actually what it is, or is is, or is there a no, if I played footy with him, I would give him that nickname. Oh, okay. I see. I was going to say, that's not obvious to me. <laughs> oh, I, I thought I'd swapped him for Gould. Maybe it's because the round had started. Can you not do it after uh, the... No, you, you can. can. So you don't have him. Do you still have Gould? Oh, I don't know. We might be able to... Actually, well, Simo, if, I know, you're not usually meant to trade after round one because there's no price changes yet, but... It might be worth you doing that trade because you'd save 6K on it, I believe, if you did Gould. Yeah, I, I swear I did. Mate, oh, maybe I didn't hit. Oh, you got to save it. Save yeah. Oh. Oh, all those changes you made, you didn't press save. Classic. I, oh, um, I definitely did that. All right. Uh, Essendon played Hawthorne in a game. And then also Sydney beat Brisbane uh, by 31 points. So I, did you, did I you already you... talked about Dylan Moore. We can let it. We can yeah, yeah, we don't. Okay. Essen so, and Hawthorne. Zach hasn't shut up about it. The yeah. whole so podcast. So what happened was because as, as I said, I had, Hawthorne, Hawthorne. As I said, I had footy on a little trip. We um we took a bus out and a, and a bus back. Now our netballers came with us. They also had a practice game against the Finley netballers. But we got we arrived at 2 p.m. for a game at 5 p.m. and we arrived at 2 p.m. so the netballers could play their games. So 
the girls decided they would uh, get a few refreshments. And when we finished our game, we uh, walked off the ground to hear a lot of uh, a lot of chirpy girls there. And they, I noticed they were already stuck into the bottles of Fireball. So that was good. That was oh, very early on. Fireball. Ah, so then we, uh, as you do at any country footy, after a game you stick around and you have a beer with the opposition. You support the club and you buy a couple of beers and stuff. So we... Had a chat with some of the boys you played against. That was great. Got on the bus and the girls were already just beyond it um, with their horrible playlists. We uh, managed to get one of the young boys that played his first game for us. We um, He's become the new cult hero. So we got him to go sneak down and steal the boom box. That was, um, that was good. But um, there's some other shenanigans that I can get into on your demo. involving the showers. If I know that, oh, uh, for God's nah, sake. No, we don't need to talk about it. Nah, look, I know that these what happens guys, in the showers stay in the showers. No, nah, look, it wasn't, nothing, it wasn't too crazy. It was just one of the young boys playing his first game for us. Uh, he, he made the cardinal error of being the first one to go to the showers, but was wearing his shorts. Mm. He had the shorts on. So straight away someone yelled out, uh, hey, you, uh, you're not doing that. And he turned back, he's like, what? He's like, you're not doing that. And everyone's like, Get him off! Get him off! And um, he did, and he showered for all of about four seconds, and then uh, came back and got changed with his towel on at the like you do at the beach. You know, and, uh, you know. Okay, so Hado <laughs> and I don't play. Hado and I don't play footy, right? So we don't understand the shower culture, because I know when I'm at home, I just shower by myself, or you know, whatever. I don't just. Um, I, I like don't, the. I, all, there's, there's questions to be asked yeah. about the or whatever well, part. Well, of that, okay. But that's okay. So I don't just go, oh, I'm having a shower, knock on the neighbour's doors. Hey, <laughs> do you want to come jump in, save some water or whatever? But you've got to be naked. But yeah, you, but yeah, you've got to be naked. But like, let, let's try and... <laughs> I like, need let, to see it all. Yeah, we need to see it what? for but some like reason. Why, to make sure why can a child... Like a... Not child, that that's... Why can a, a young first gamer that just wants to have a shower get bullied because he's wearing his shorts? Well, have Is there another social scenario where... Say we go to a cafe and it's like, Simo, shorts off or no breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's more of a buy into the culture. And it, the quicker that you can bring yourself into the culture, it's just sort of ha- one of those. Have we not spent most of the preseason in the AFL talking about uh, cultures and the, the toxicity of said cultures? Um, oh, look, we may have, but I think that was overblown a little bit because unless you're really sort of in tune with what's going on... Um, you know, it's just uh, and the net and trust me, when we're on that bus with those girls, they're just as bad. They're shocking. The WAP got. Are you a, saying a, their their dicks are out too? No, nah, WAP got a huge play, unfortunately. Oh, for God's sake! Um, <laughs> and there was a lot of dancing going on in the middle of the bus. I was like, good God! All right, get, um, get we're gonna get back on track here because um, there's only so much shower in uh yes new bloke talk that we can do. Also, um, looking at the recording here, where we're. Uh, 46 minutes in, and Hutto, your voice is way louder than anyone else's. Oh, sorry. <laughs> should, should really I really enjoy that beer? No, it doesn't matter. It sounds fine. All right. No worries. Um, so, move, yep. So, Brisbane, Sydney had a couple of big scores. Callum Mills, big one. Errol Goulden, as we mentioned at the at the top. Errol Goulden. He was, he was on one, as they, as the young people say. He was, yep. is it on fleek? On fleek. Wait, what? Lit. Isn't, is it? I know there's a Other band such. called Greta Von oh, Fleet. Oh, Greta Von Fleet. Oh, that's pretty funny. What's um, that bloke's name again? I want to see if we can get that video of him bloody jumping off the top right. Tom Papley. Oh, Tom, Tom Papley. I, I haven't seen this. All so. kind, he called, caused all kinds. Um, other rookies, Logan McDonald, 88. Zach, I, I think I mentioned to you uh, during the week that He's, Logan McDonald yeah. could be a good rookie he pick. A, and a good pick. Yep, 11 touches, five marks, three goals. Had, had a real good crack at it. Braden Campbell, quiet, but you get that from the... You get that on the big jobs. 
Harry Sharp on the Brisbane side, 51. Uh, Dane Zorko, top scored. Uh, yeah, he would have been a good pick in the forward line. based on this, I think he got a couple late in the game. Oh, he would have been um, a good pick. Oh, here we go. We've actually got it up on uh, Simon's phone. Can we go back to the start? I missed him be in the... In the had almost he, a... Uh, wait, did it start with him in the crowd? It's almost a... a yeah, he, he bought a ticket. He bought a ticket. Oh, here we go. Crowd. He's cleared a few rows here. Oh, Oof. Eric Cantona. Yep. Crystal yeah. Palace. That that was when I watched it. I meant I did mean to say that. I'm so glad he brought that up. But uh, wasn't that a ripper? If anyone hasn't seen that video, look up <laughs> Eric Cantona fly kick, and you will see <laughs> the most brutal thing. He got banned for life after that, didn't he? No. What? No. Why not? He should have. Yeah, he didn't get banned for life. Bloody, oh, how many studs on a footy boot? 12? All 12 studs to the Yeah, well, old mate's face. Yeah, it's a new face tat. Yeah, here we go. Grazzi, you you haven't seen oh. this. Here's a, here's a bit of a video for you. Oh, hang on. So we've had a foul. L- little bit of commentary for you. We've had a foul. Eric Cantona, collar up, the traditional stroll around the ground. He's... Having a look around, everyone's not real happy. Collar up, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, referee's shorts are right so. in there. It sounds like someone's shooting up the bears. It just here. looks wild. And so, uh, yeah, he's ready for something. He's looking around. The Crystal Palace fans are. I feel like we might be about to get a bit noisy. Yep. Sean Michaels enter <laughs> stage right. Young Fergie, look oh, at that. Geez, How look good. At look at that hair. Umbro logo. Is yeah, that back when United was sponsored by Umbro. That doesn't say Umbro either, does it? Is that Umbro in whatever language that's in? English. said Umbro. Did it? Yep. Like it was more letters. No. Oh. No, it was just Umbro. This is blurred vision for anyone. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's not It's not recent. Oh. Here we go. Yep. Oh. Feed him. Oh, catch Super cute party. He got fed. Oh. And that's what happens. <laughs> but but now, he must have supersonic hearing. Oh, Can we... Or can you... Sorry, can you please also just quickly YouTube for... I, I know, don't know if you've seen it, Hudson Sim. I don't re- reckon you definitely haven't. Collingwood player assaults crowd. Maybe just try that. I oh, forget well, the name of the player. Can we... It was in the reserves. Um, nah. Um, hang on. Oh, There's a that? lot of Scotty Pendlebury. There uh, is. John Burke. John Burke when he, no, he hits up. Oh, no, yes. it's both. Here we go. This is a good one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Feeds the umpire. How good. <laughs> Catch ya. So yeah. Now we better get these videos up in the description yeah, uh, yes. of the podcast yes. for people now, that are watching along. The umpire got shoved to the ground onto his back and then looked like he was holding his leg. Now, if anyone who has seen this video, you'd know if you haven't, and you haven't go to what haven't gone to watch it. He's pushing all the umpires around and he ends up getting dragged. And after he gets dragged, someone from the crowd decides to yell something out and he jumps into the crowd. Which and John Burke's yet, not a to. small adult. No. So he's being dragged off. <laughs> he's a man he's I'd not enjoy now. infuriating. Now, this is the... We shouldn't yeah, make is. light of violence, however. it's um. So he's got a jog. He's he's, feed, he's he's warming up to something. Umpire's limping, even though he didn't have <laughs> on his leg. <laughs> got the shorter shorts you've ever seen. I think someone in the crowd said something. Oh, he's off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, well, I'll catch you later. Oh, mate, in the crowd. <laughs> oh, he decked him too. <laughs> The dude's son's just watching him. So see, he's just beat up someone in front of his son see, the, as well. The real boss And move. he's gone straight to court. The real In boss. this video. He's what just, happened in the end? He's just appeared in court. <laughs> but now, now it's gone oh. into black and white. It's like in... There he is. This is an old video that looks like... Jesus, John Burke has not aged well. <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately and this is still this, old. This looks like... <laughs> 
Jeez. It's just like it was filmed a year later and he's aged 17 years. The, the, the boss move would have been to like just deck the sun too. <laughs> but it's so funny. You looking, and your family. Yeah, looking at this, looking at the visual of him with this uh, post-match interview, you can't help but think that he's got an accent like this. <laughs> <laughs> like I just said something from the crowd. I just went over and said, nah, not having that. Can't we? <laughs> oh, <laughs> rough as guts. All right, so, uh, yeah, we're up to date pretty much. We talked about the North Port game at the start uh, at the start of the pod and we we had a watch along in the fourth quarter. How did Isaac Smith go in his first game for Geelong after handing back all his premiership medals for betrayal? Um, honestly, forgot he played. 68 points. Was it? Yeah. That's all right, Isaac Smith, 68. 68. Two goals, um, Hang on, he's had 20, 21 touches, two goals. six marks, two tackles, two goals. That, now... It's interesting. He this couldn't year. hit. He couldn't hit a tar- He couldn't throw it into the bloody ocean. Simo, this is, I don't know if you knew about this, but last year the shorter quarters. Do you remember? No, like, it was sixteen-minute quarters last year. I don't COVID. think I watched any. Oh yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Two, I, back I to do. twenty yes. minutes this year. Yes. Now, um, do you know how the the points actually work with nah, su- with Supercoach? No so it's different to fantasy. So with um with Supercoach, Champion Data bring, uh, basically bestow points upon players for like handballs and kicks that are effective, all that sort of stuff. Um. Beer part two coming up. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. be, I'll be right. Anyway, um, so they bestow points on players for like good plays and effective kicks. Um, however, they only allocate three thousand three hundred points for a whole game. So if a player gets forty touches, has twenty kicks, twenty handballs, ten marks, kicks two goals at eighty percent efficiency, and that also happens in another game, they'll score different points. What? So, because there's 3,300 points for every game allocated. Right, okay. Because all the players will have yeah. different stats. You okay. might, yeah, it's all um, spread yeah, out differently. So, what's interesting about this season, and people have been a bit frustrated with, I've seen, is um, you can have 25 touches, kick a goal, have a bunch of tackles, and you'll score probably about... You could score 15 or 20 points less than you would have last year. Because last year, guys were having 10 touches kicking a couple of goals and scoring 100. Yeah. Yeah, because they had to disperse the same amount of points out, but in less game time. So, yeah, right. So, if that happens in an... Are you saying if that happens in another game, they get less points? Well, it's just every every game has to be... Oh, well, it's basically points. You know, so, let's yeah, say we're, see, we're yeah. looking so, at this GWS St. Kilda game. is 24 to 22, for example. Last night, there was a couple of games that were very high scoring. Some more goals are being kicked, and you get more yep. points for goals. So even okay. the same amount of points have to be spread out amongst the same amount of players, but the games are very different. So you could have the same stats as another player, but score very differently. Yeah, righto. Fair yeah. enough. There you go. Now, um, in the meantime, I've just opened the second beer from um, Bonehead Brewing. I believe they're in Melbourne somewhere. Um, I've only had one of their beers before, which was, I think, a red IPA. But this is a, uh, a third birthday release from them, which is a three-fruit IPA. It's passion fruit, orange, and mango. Um, the first sip after I, I finished that Hargraves Hill, it just actually tasted a bit malty, which was surprising. But the more I'm into it, I'm, actually, I'm getting some of those fruits now. It's, it's quite nice. But I do want to try a bit more from them because I see them, um, whenever I'm doing a little bit of beer shopping online, I do see them come up quite often. But um, I haven't really sort of delved quite deeply into them yet. But. Yeah, I'm sort of uh, starting to learn what I actually like about beer. I'm doing a bit of research, taking a few notes because I can never remember anything. <laughs> yeah, I got a uh, message from you last night. I enjoy mosaic hops. Yep. yep. So Simo's so, all over the mosaic. Yep. Um, personally, Citra. 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 Yep. Um, I love Amarillo recently. Anything that's been Amarillo, I've been... Yep, what are you... Yep, mosaic in the syndicate sign. Yep. So, yeah. Yep, you can, you can get that. What would you give the old syndicate on untapped sign? Um, I, reckon, I reckon a 4.25. 
Yep. Yeah, it's pretty good. For anyone that doesn't know, Untapped is a beer rating app, which we do enjoy being a part of. Um, it's nice to see. Generally, you, um, you'll you know. You'll drink a beer and you'll think, this is okay, and you go on there and the rating's okay, or you'll think this is great and it will be. Um, you get the odd surprise. It was a beer Hudson and I both really enjoyed. I forget the brewery now. Which one was it? Uh, which one was it that we really liked? Oh, the Nomad, the Mango the nomad, mango Trip. Yes, the Nomad Mango Oat Cream, Yeah, um, which I thought was, like, stunning. I think I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Oh, good poor. So did Hudson, only to go on Untapped and see that um, the reviews were quite poor, um, which was sort of surprising. Usually it um, matches up. Maybe people got, got a bad batch, but... I want to get to a point, so I'm probably... We're going to try and educate each other as these podcasts goes on, and I want to talk to a few breweries and see if they can educate me. You go to like you do the tasting paddles and that sort of thing, or they talk you through the beers and like, oh, you can really, really taste malty, or you can really taste those hops, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm at this point, I taste like, beer. Yeah, I'm like, well, I know, I know, I'm like, I like that, but I, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I like yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, so I like to get to a point where I actually knew, but all I know is like, well, look, we'll never get a Carlton Draft sponsorship because it's bloody. Oh shit! Nah, look, as its place. It's, ah. it's yeah, it's quite funny. It's I had, in the bin. Yeah, I, I, I had my first Carlton dry in a while last night. That was all that was there. Um, <laughs> oh, did you actually? How just, timely! Yeah, just just to annoy, um, just to annoy the boys I play footy with who don't get around the same beers that I do. As soon as I grabbed it and took a sip, uh, asked a few of the boys, like, which craft beer is this? And they were like, oh, sure. yeah. yeah. We swear on this. Uh, I think I've I think I've dropped a few. Oh, good. I'm yeah. going to put it as explicit anyway, just in case we slip one. Oh, well, we've had a couple of swears. Yeah, but a couple of curse words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are you drinking now? Sorry. Ah, uh, sorry. Yes, I am drinking Mountain Cultures Hill People Milk. Uh, it is an oat cream napa. <laughs> now that's what not if offensive. It thinking it was only no, milk. It's not. It's not offensive, but like Hill People Milk. It's like suggesting yeah, that you've sucks. milked. Some people that live in the hills, <laughs> and this is what you get. I mean, who's to say they haven't? Well, I guess we don't know, do we? I'm just, I'm just trusting the can. It does say mountain culture. That might be the culture. That might be what they do up in a. Where do where do you say? Having to go with me for the shower culture. Katoomba, 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 Katoomba. Now that's yeah. a brewery I want to go to because they are. They, it looks like it's something out of a Wes Anderson movie. Does it? Have you seen the picture of it, Simon? I have not. Their brewery. I don't know if Hado wants to maybe get it up on the computer. Yep, sorry, um, I'm just drinking. No, that's all right. You're sort of like our Jamie, but you're part of it a bit more. Um, Who's Jamie? Oh, you don't listen to Rogan, do you? Nah, sorry, mate. Oh, what? And we'll, we'll mention the big boys. We've got to tag him. Yeah, um, well, obviously he's listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I met him once. Yeah, so look, it's an old video store, but it looks like something oh, out of a oh, What? So that's where that Hang comes on, from. no. It's, that's not what it looks like now, though, is it? No, no. No, because no, it's got a big logo on the front for the actual brewery. Yeah. Does it? That's Jeez. an old picture, I reckon. Jeez. This is um, 2018. It's a tough yeah. street, by the looks. No, see if you can... Let's well, go to images. Yeah, can't, I know how to use Google. <laughs> I think he was going to say can't yet. Um, yes. What's this? No. MCBC. Look at it. Oh. Like, what is that car? Like, yeah, where do they get that car? Yeah, that's not a car that people own. I bet you it's like a Fiat. But it's... Sm- a Skoda. 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 What a lovely party. Shame I wasn't invited. Do you Skoda? Um, Do you Skoda? Um, yeah. I tell you what, the um, the big, the we we love going to breweries. It's fantastic, but there's still that one big thing. They're always 
a lot of the good ones are in small towns in the middle of nowhere. So you have to drive to get to them, which always means you need a designated driver, which is un- always the unfortunate part because I think everyone always... Like even even my, even my wife, who's not the biggest like straight-up beer fan, she loves to go to a brewery and just get a tasting paddle and try some new stuff. And they might have... She enjoys a sour every now and then or a cider. Like they might do a couple of ciders or something or... You know, and like someone's always got to drive. It's always... That's the one unfortunate part. It is. We just got a fist pump from Hudson on the side here. I'm not quite sure. He's I'm currently about. leading our Supercoach League scoring. Um, just league? just past Grazzi and have, who do you have left? Syme is uh, currently he's moved from uh, 18th to 17th. Big Syme. He's, oh, he's on the rise. Have a go at him. But he's got a few players. He's got his captain playing in this game. So you're so, gonna go oh, don't who's he got? Who's my Steel. captain? Oh, you do have Jack Steele as Steel Steel captain. Steel How? And How Jack Steele has 79. Double it. Almost at half time. So 80, we'll say 80. Double so, double 80. Okay, so explain to me. And double so, it again. So I don't remember picking a captain. Nah, you didn't, but we told you to leave it. Remember? You already had him by default. I think you, you're M1 or someone is... I don't know, you, you somehow You just said, had him as captain. You had him as captain, we didn't change it. Okay. For you. All right, yep. all right. Very good. So that's that's a great pick. Um. So, yeah, continuing on with the footy. We, we are a footy podcast. Oh, well, we are. We're a footy and beer podcast. Yep. So... Uh, Yep, North Melbourne Port. We watched uh, along. We watched the fourth quarter with anyone listening who was also watching the footy. Uh, to sum up the scores, Travis Boak brought his own footy. Twenty-seven touches, two goals, one hundred and sixty Supercoach oh. points. So he's a ready-made Jeez. replacement for anyone that had danger and then a mid-forward in their midfield. If so they want to bring them into the forward line, get Travis Boak in. You save yourself yeah. a couple of dollars, and I mean. Even if he scores 100 next week, you're getting a price rise out of him because that 160 is something to talk about. There you go. If you had him as your captain, and I'm not not a mathematician, but 160 plus 160 equals a lot. Um, (laughs) It's at least 170. Yeah, at least. (laughs) At least. Um, In that case, you've got about 320 there from one player where most players are scoring between... In round one with rookies and that, you're probably averaging... Well, yeah, when, in, especially in round one. Like round one when you've got rookies and some speculative picks. You get, so if you've got one guy with your captain scoring that, that's, that's why a captain choice is very important. Yeah, mm. right. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of us screwed it up this weekend by Who putting you? the captain on Max Gorn. Uh, I had it on Patrick Dangerfield. What so did he score in the end? 92, so I think I lost out. Gorn. Uh, Gorn, I think Gorn, Gorn had one more. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's all right. So that two points uh, could be the difference. Yeah. Yeah, um, if anyone took the risk on Orazio Fantasia, you've done well. Because he yeah, scored 94, 94 for, points. For the old razzle-dazzle as a uh, Essendon fan, it's tough to watch. Last night, uh, the Brisbane game, that was a bit easier to look at. Joe Danaher kicked two and then he's going to be rubbed out for a week because he decided that Dane Rampey's face... Did he? I haven't seen was the a footage. Bit of a, Did he, is it, yeah, is we, it? we can get that up. We can have a look at that. Um, I watched it before we came on because I was very interested. Uh, yep, there's, uh, is Danaher in trouble for this elbow? I think he is. It's it's not a good look. Um, so there's no commercials. Oh, straight to the nah, video. straight in. Uh, don't believe it. So, if we're commentating, full off the ground, off the ground, in. Danaher. Oh, he swung the elbow, collected Dane Rampey um, after taking the mark, mind you, and they've reversed it. Now, what what Joe's done wrong there uh, for anyone in wrestling school is you look back first which is the indicator to the person behind you, you're about to throw an elbow so they can move their head out of the way. Except he moved his head directly into the yeah. point of Joe's elbow. Now, Joe didn't let him know that. Um, yeah, so there's not a lot of communication there. And yeah. I think 
That oh, I reckon he's in trouble. There was someone else from the, another, um, another game. Yeah, the, as well, the other night, oh, I believe. Who I want to say threw an elbow backwards, and I'm like, oh, you might be in a little bit of trouble. What was the Thursday night game? So the pause that you would have heard was <laughs> Simon re-entering the room with uh, on, on a beer podcast, mind you, with what seems to be Heineken branded water. Now, let's just... Uh, uh, I was having a good time until now. Now, there's a lot of uh, hours left in the day and uh, I just wanted to have a clean, crisp Heineken Zero Zero just to tide me over. I reckon they're delicious, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I did, you should have seen their faces. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know where we go to from here. Well, I might I think, have killed the whole thing. I think where we go is you back to the fridge for an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> oh, I'm not uh, condoning uh, alcohol or no, but we're the only, like. We're but responsibly drinking just a couple on a Sunday afternoon as we watch the footy. That's Or in Simo's case, one and a water. Delicious. That's absolutely delicious. Tell you what, it can't be any different to that Great Northern I had last night either, though. Nah, this is... this. Sorry, Great Northern drinkers. Ugh. Um... Yeah, so anyone else out there? Who we got? Who we got footy-wise? Alir Alir played a cracking game of football. Still only 74, so it just goes to show you the Supercoach translation. Uh, Riley Bonner's hurt himself. Oh. Hamstring tweak subbed off in the third oh, quarter. Bonner. Tom Rockliffe scored a 25. So if he could work his way back into the team, that could be a bit of a value well, Interesting pick. that he was the medical substitute. Yeah, oh, let's, have we spoken about that yet? No. No, now I have one huge issue. I don't have an issue with it per se. Like, I don't mind the idea, especially that it's out of the 22. Um, I li- I'd like that. I hated when it was three on the bench and one sub. It was always just, it needs to be 22. Mm. If you've got someone coming in to cover an injury, that's fine. However, if the player isn't used, I do not understand why it has to count as a game. So Connor Downey has played one game of football. But yes. never once stepped on the park. Oh, now that's the, a bloke I had in Supercoach. Yeah. Now, yeah. The, the hard part of this, aside from the fact that Hawthorne put up a video during the week of him calling his mum to say he was playing his first game and it was all emotional and then he didn't play, the hard part of that is that um, if you look at statistics in the future, basically if you, he plays if he plays a full game in the next game and he gets 20 touches and plays really well, his career average will be 10 touches a game. Yeah, right. So, so his, it also his, hun- his 100th game will be his 99th proper game. Yeah. And, then, yeah. and those, those boys are getting in. They're dragging him in to sing the team song. I was at Riley West the other night was the uh, sub for the Bulldogs. Didn't get on the ground. And he was standing next to Bontempelli. And Riley West actually kept his jacket on. All the boys were in their playing jumper. Mm. And at one, and Riley West is barely singing. And you can actually see Bont, like when you're trying to get a, a spoiled kid excited about something, Bont looked at him and did the whole, come on, man, and like singing the song. And then he sort of was like, yeah, okay, and was singing yeah, it back. But you can tell to, he didn't want to be doing it. Well, that. you haven't done the hard work to get to that stage. Like, it is good for your club, but it's like if you're playing ones and you watch the twos win, it's like sick, but like I didn't win. Yeah. There's yeah. always a personal – there is – Yeah, see, nothing wrong We're just watching Dangerfield run through a guy. And the fact his eyes are open after it gets hit. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Oh, but see, that's oh. that's a fair bump. It's just that it's the he, gave him, well, he just gave him a big kiss. Nah, well, it wasn't actually. It wasn't. Didn't look like there was any malice, but no. it looked like it was an unfortunate head clash. But you the thing late. I was amazed yeah. at is Danger just got up and just run around. Like, he, what about him? Didn't he? What, what's his <laughs> head man? One of the Tony? best pieces of footage from 2010. Well, it's not great, but Jordan Lewis nearly getting killed um, against the Western Bulldogs. And he's laying on the ground, his arms stuck up in the air, as generally does happen to people when they're concussed, and the play just continues on around him. 
And I remember, uh, I think it was um, Before the Bounce. Anyone remember that show on Channel 10? Which was a great footy show um, back in the day. It what? Had, uh, what was it called? Before the Bounce, I think it was. Mm. So it had, yeah, um, that had... Was it, Tim, um, it was uh, uh, Samantha Lane. Who else was on it? Um, oh, who, who the fellow takes that... the cricket? Uh, the Big Bash? Andy Howie. Oh, Andy, Andy Ma. Ma. Yeah. Andy Ma was on it. So it was a really... F- they had Tool of the Week. Do you remember that? You did Tool of the Week? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Too busy being... Don't, we have this on the then. pod in time. Congratulations. Tool of the Week. Oh. <laughs> Fool of the Week. Um, yeah, Ew. but um, they... Uh, I brought that up for a reason, and I've already lost what the reason was. It's, it's a good bad. show. Well, can we, yeah, <laughs> can we talk about that uh, so far in the pod that's been going for just over an hour, possibly, that yes. Simo has mentioned that we wish people got knocked out more for Supercoach scores, and Zach said, there's a good piece of vision, and it's Jordan Lewis's brain oh. switching off. Sorry, so you've brought it back. <laughs> yeah, I get it. So, before the game, did a little segment once, and it was like classic footy moments with Jordan Lewis, and they actually spliced in the footage of him laying on the ground unconscious with all the play going around him, because oh, that's oh, what, yes, it, which yes, was yes, quite yes, funny. Yes. Uh, CTE is not funny. No. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. What? Now, I've just had something pop up on my little screen here. So, anyone out there with Tanner Bruin? Sorry. Oh, no. So, he's had one handball. He's on six at halftime. I've seen that. So, Mason Wood was named in the starting 22. And late replacement, Dan McKenzie, comes in for St Kilda. Mason Wood is now the sub. That's interesting. Oh, is that... I think I know exactly is why. Is that okay? You don't want a tall marking forward in the wet if you no, can help it. Whilst I understand that, do they do that with the emergencies when the team's announced? Can they do that? If you name your four emergencies, you've named your best 22, and it comes to an hour before the game, without injury, can you replace a best 22 with an emergency and put that best 22 player in the yeah. emergency. Yes, you, get, you can name any emergency. You get a fine if you bring in someone that was outside the listed emergencies. Okay. Um, which also happens down, I'm, I'm sorry to, another personal story. My very first senior game, I was a non-listed emergency and got called, you, and got called this in. This could be retroactive punishment for the club that named you. Well, this Choose is, your words. This is um, yes, anyway, so uh, a club I'd played for my whole life through uh, Little League and everything. Been uh, playing my trade for a while, trying to get that senior game, and then I uh, finally got the call one day saying, hey, you're playing on a, on a Friday, which surprised me because I wasn't named an emergency, and I was like, oh, I can't believe this, how good I uh, played. I thought I played a pretty good game. I kicked a goal from playing on the back flank. We only kicked five for the day. I was pretty, pretty bloody happy that night. Goes up on a sporting pulse and all the results. Checking the results, I noticed that uh, that goal had been credited to a different Zach that uh, was one of the listed emergencies. So I went straight to the person that organises all that stuff, the admin at the club, and asked why. And they said, "Oh, if we play someone listed outside the emergencies, um, it's actually a fine to the club." And I said, "That's that's interesting. If you don't fix this by Monday for the newspaper, I'm gone. I'll see you later." And they did. Thankfully, it's the first time I've ever put my foot down about anything. I was like, I've tried a long time to uh, to get this, but unfortunately, online, if you look up any of my uh, playing history, it will say I didn't play a game. <laughs> so, just yeah, for those of you out there that would like to look up uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, history, yeah, there's, um, there's a couple of bests yeah, in there. You can you can email in or call <laughs> into the show. What is this? Uh, this is uh, live footage of Zach. Uh, no, they're old boys. Yeah, Gazy. Yeah, bloody Gazy. Loves his traditional footy, footy player. Loves, um, loves his hawks too, Gazy. Yeah, bloody. Ass. All right, just while we're here, while we're watching, while we've got a break in the footy halftime, uh, Giants Saints. We got Saints up by seven, which is they're playing pretty well from what we've yeah, seen. Yeah, it's in the, the wet, so it, it 
does equal it out. I think. I think in the dry, I reckon Western Sydney have got this with well, their their tall forwards. Thank you. Ability. I have the smalls, but I look at them like their smalls are very. Um, they're the the skillful smalls. So you think that in the wet, like they don't they play at Eddie. Oh, Eddie had sorry Marvel Stadium so much. Now you'd think they'd be used to the dry, but they're doing okay in the. Yeah, the web. Jack but Billings is the one that looks interesting to me. I think he's got a more of that midfield role locked down, and he's he's bursting forward. Well, he's he's, he's mid only in Supercoach. If he was yeah. forward in Supercoach, I may have nearly gone with him this year because I Tell think you, he's H- finally Hunter Clark enough. for the mid four hundred price is on fifty five at half time. We've got he's a bit less Simo's one Jack Steele. Captain Jack is on seventy seven yeah, at the half. You're going to keep him as captain every week. Oh, well, listen, it was a great decision by me to start off with, as as I've been very vocal about. No, I wasn't actually aware that he was the captain, but uh, yeah, we might leave him. Um, For anyone out there that has Gorn and Grundy, uh, that could be your first two trades. Gorn, Grundy out, because we've got Matt Flynn on 52 at halftime, and Paul Hunter, 102k rookie on 39. So they're on a trajectory to eclipse Grundy for sure, who... Didn't score as, as we'd like as as super coaches, but um, get a hundred in there and you're pretty sorted. So I've currently got Matt Flynn as R three, who's going to outscore both my rookies. Now, so, love, uh, um, uh, sorry, my ruck. So how good? We got to get around Flynn for. Did you watch the video of him telling his parents? Yep. Oh, straight away Beautiful. as soon as he calls his dad, he's crying before his dad answers the phone. He's been on the list for uh, one thousand nine hundred forty four days and hasn't played a senior game. And just because of injuries, he finally got to play a game. Is he getting paid? Yeah, it's his job. Yeah, you get you it's get his job to go to training essentially. And play oh, well, that's all right. So I'd lo- that's I'd that's that. a simo. That's QB two. You want to be? I would love that. You want to be the quarterback that stands on the sideline, and when they're like, "Hey, you need to come in," you're like, mm, "You no, get sorry, you dude. get the best. You get the best seats in yep. the house. Yep. You get a free kit. Yep. You got all the merch for free. You don't have to yep. buy it." And you don't have to play. You go to training, like, yeah, right, oh, Tuesday, Thursday. And you don't have to go. Is that, is, that is that what they AFL trade? Tuesday, Thursday? Not quite. Not, uh, 5.30, uh, I think it's 5.30 Tuesday, 5.30 Thursday, and then a recovery session at 6 o'clock Friday. Yeah, but I'm not going is in the water. It's the AFL, yeah. So, <laughs> But um, from what I've seen in photos, it is a requirement that you wear budgie smugglers. No one wears yeah, anything. At the recovery. If That's I okay. can't see the outline of your wang and your. Tackle, camel, yep. camel tail, your landing, yeah. landing gear, your landing gear. How big's your if landing I can't gear? see the outline of it, then you're wearing the wrong shorts. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, it comes around the weekend. You got the weekend off, yep, essentially. But you just got to go to the footy. It's like, oh, look, we got to go to the footy. You don't have to pay to get in. No, nah. it's, it's and you get some good seats. Like if you're not, right, do, do if we, you're not sitting down there, you're sitting on the second level. Do we, do we throw up the possibility that he's crying because he's like, oh no, I I've got to pay. <laughs> I yeah. can't sit in my good nah, seat. He, he rang his mum and she was, uh, she's a teacher and she was in the classroom and she's like, I'm, I'm, st- I'm just teaching still. Like, can I call you back? He's like, no, nah, I go outside. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And then, yeah. Um, He's like, I'm playing, and she was hysterical. And he's like, they're, they're looking at me. But yeah, nah, it's very nice. I do now, enjoy that. Out, out of interest, has anyone put any bets on for the year for Premiership, Coleman, Brownlow, the like? <sighs> if not, I'd love to get your take on on who you think. who Like, there's three questions there. you got your Premiership, you got your Coleman, and your Brownlow. Brownlow. Where, where's your mind sit on those three I want to start with Syme because I don't oh. want him to feed off our opinions. Yes, I've never... What is the Coleman? Coleman's goal kicking. Oh. So most goals for the year. Oh. Tom Hawkins. Tom Hawkins. Okay. What did he, what did he kick yesterday? I didn't watch the game. Nah, I don't know. He didn't do very well. 
No, but that's all right. But, but one I'll, round. He's I'll got, send him he's some got hair another. Gel. He's got another what? Twenty-one games to go. Yeah, I'll send him some hair gel. He'll be fine. <laughs> um, I reckon Dusty's up for the bloody Brownlow. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Norm Smith. Okay, uh, up Dusty for Brownlow. For Brownlow. Yep. And uh, Premiership. Oh God, I, d- I don't think it's going to be Tigers. No, I, I history don't. would suggest someone else will win. But well, like after saying that, every year we get to even round 20 and it's like can't see the Tigers doing it and, and then it's like it. yeah then they win they yeah. win everything I'd love to see like a rando team like Adelaide or Port Adelaide well I don't think Adelaide's winning now it. one no. of those potentially yeah sure. so bringing up Port Adelaide do you want to go with Port Adelaide I, I think yeah, I've got Port Adelaide as my premiership favourite oh I reckon well I love Butters Espe- well I love Butters especially after watching them with North Melbourne I think that they said on commentary as well how do you defend that that front six You've got so many classy small yeah. forwards that are so quick that, yeah, you can you can mark those one and two small forwards like Essendon. You can you can look after Tipper and those kinds of boys. But when you got Port Adelaide, you got Butters, you got Rosie to come back in, you got Fantasia, oh, you got Kane there. Farrell, you got Robbie Gray. Like, what do you do there? And then you've got Charlie Dixon and um, uh, Marshall. Marshall, that's it. And then you've got. Georgiades didn't even make the team. Georgiades nah, could play full forward for most teams in the comp. I, I think Port Adelaide, as well as their defence, like I think back six, middle six, front six, they're they're going to be tough to beat. I Coleman, I, I Coleman, I can't really pick right now. I definitely not picking Membry, that's for sure. Um, I think Tom Lynch, Tom Lynch one. will make a run at it. Tom Lynch could go well, and I think. The way Carlton is set up, I think Harry Mackay could be close if he looks after himself because who else your, are they your, kicking it to? That's your bolter or smoky call for the year that Harry Harry Mackay for Coleman. Yeah. And then Brownlow, honestly, Fife or Neil. Yeah, okay. Fife probably get votes yesterday, to be honest. From what I saw, he was, like, great. Yeah. Um, uh, like, might get one vote. Like I think probably a couple of Melbourne players might have been. I didn't know, don't know who, but might have been better. But I mean, Clary... You want to say gets up there, but he doesn't impact the scoreboard. If he kicked a couple of goals a game or even averaged one goal a game, he's all of the sudden the best. Like, can a guy that gets so many handballs be standing out? Because, like, generally your handballs aren't, like, your really good goal assists, I guess. Mm. Like, you're not getting a really great kick that's, like, blistering into the forward line. It stands out. It's just a little handball to sideways, but he gets 40 of them. Like, it's... Yeah. Well, that's that's always my knock with Tom Mitchell as well. It's like, yeah, he's averaging 40 touches, but he's he's not getting the ball forward, is he? um, yeah, no, he got thirteen in the. He got a few, but so uh, he had Will Day had touch, eleven in seven. the last quarter. Now, Will Day is another one of those players you haven't rated. What do you think of his game last night? <laughs> um, I'd like to say that he's played two hours of football this season, and all of a sudden you're on him like he's I, the best halfback in the comp. No, no, I no, about yeah, him. but they played Essendon. Yeah, like stop, stop acting like they played a good team. I don't think Essendon, like Essendon will finish 16th and after yesterday they'll probably finish 17th based on the way Adelaide beat Geelong. Yeah, well, so we'll see. Because North were okay today. Like I still think they'll be down there. but Yeah, I, well, based, North played well, but their, their team's not strong enough to do it nah, for a whole they've match. Still got, they've still got like most of their midfield to come back in. That's the positive for them. Yeah. Plus Tom, Phil- um, Tom Phillips that didn't play. Tom Phillips? Tom no, Phillips. Um, Tom Campbell Will, Will Phillips. Will Phillips. Will Phillips. Tom Phillips. Hawks. Um... I don't know if I picking your premier's hard. Like when it gets to September, it's a different um, a different competition. I was thinking the other day, like if it's going to be a team that wasn't final four, like generally it's not the fi- same final four every year. Um, mm. 
And if I look at a team that's like, I feel like got every base covered, I still think the, the dogs do have it all covered. The midfield's amazing. If if Norton and Bruce have better years than last year, they'll automatically be better. And they, I mean, they finished, what, sixth or seventh last year. You've got to worry um, about their back six, though. You do, but like on, on their day, Keith, Keith's still a really good one-on-one defender. Well, they, they gave up not a lot of scores, but they Easter gave Wood, up... Easter a, Wood's got to come back, yeah, and Crozier. Crozier's got to come back as well. Yeah, but I think, like, they're not keys, but... Like, they gave up 18 scoring chances to a Pies team that you said yeah. doesn't have really a full forward. No, they like don't. You, you put dogs against a Brisbane, for example, with Joe and Hitwood, or you put them against Port Adelaide with, like, the team we mentioned. I just think they get overrun. Yeah. Like, I, I just, they're going to they're gonna put the points on the board. It's just about is it, I how reckon, they can stop. I reckon yeah. Johannesson gets his spot back in and keeps it. I reckon Bebo's, for some reason, putting a rocket up him. He'll st- I reckon he'll stay in. Wood will come back. He's that third defender that can jump like over everyone and spoil it. Like, um, yeah, I just reckon they're nearly there. So I'm going to make the call that they will play in the grand final against. Hmm. I had Brisbane the other day until what I saw last night from or what I saw from the stats and uh, watching a few highlights. That worries me. But I, the other interesting stat was that Richmond started a bit slow, if you think on a yeah. four-quarter effort. So did... Um, Port Adelaide started a little bit slow against North. Um, Geelong got beaten by Adelaide. Uh, Sydney beat Brisbane. Now, those four teams, the final four last year, it was the shortest preseason any team's ever had, and those teams played longer into last season. So will those teams all start the season slowly and then by the end of the year be the final four and just win everything? Well, I think they start the season slowly anyway. Like... The point is, like, you don't need to win 22 out of 22 games. No. You've just got to make sure that you're there in September and you're winning four games or if you, if you can three win, games if you're good. If you win 15 and or 16, you nearly guarantee top four. That's yeah, all you need for. to do is make, well, top eight at a minimum, obviously, and then if you can get in the top four and then you just turn it on. Like, we saw it with Richmond last year. We got to round 15 and we're like, are we sure about this Richmond team? Yeah. And then they won it. I'm so you can never really tell, but, I mean... Yeah, there's a few, like this GWS St Kilda game that's, like, for a lot of people, St Kilda could be up there. I I struggle to think how they will be. I don't think they'll be. be that up there. I think they'll sort of have a similar year to last year and then next year might be their time. But, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go Dogs, Dogs Port Grand Final, something slightly different. Um, Coleman, oh, I reckon... I st- Hawkins probably should have won more than he has, to be honest. I don't mm-hmm. mind that idea of him winning a... I think he can. Yeah. Um, it's long get a bit of a run on. Although Cameron might take a couple of goals off him, but it's hard with forwards these days standing out. Um, it, could, it could be someone random. Charlie Cameron could like have another great year and be a small forward that wins it. Like if he's any small forwards gunner, it's going to be him, I reckon. Okay. Um, the other one, what was the other one? Sorry, Brownlow. Brownlow. Dusty's a good bet after round one, of course, but um, I'm going to say Christian Petrarca. Okay. Because he was still good no, yesterday had, despite fully standing out, but he... It. He could have still, from what I saw of that game, I, was, I saw bits and pieces of the first half. Well, and it seems like the second half sort of, the same, it was similar margin, I think, a, a half-time and full-time. But it's sort of, if he played the full game the same way he played the first half, he stood out enough that he could have gone close to getting a vote. And if that's going to be like an average game for him, yeah. like... Well, that's the thing with, we said with Clayton Oliver, it's that he, he gets a few too many handballs and he doesn't keep the goals. That's exact. We're describing Petrarca. Yeah. We're describing a guy that can get 30 touches, couple of kicks. Oh. Hit the microphone because we want Tim Taranto to get points for our Supercoach team and he's just hit the post live. Um, so. And 
Petrarca's going to get those goals on the scoreboard. So I can see that. It's it's more about who's going to take points off each other. But in summary, what do we got? Simo's gone Port Adelaide for Premiers, Tom Hawkins for um, Coleman and Dusty for Brownlow. Zach went... Who, who's your pick? Oh, dogs, Port. 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 Yeah. Um, I'll say Dogs just to be different. All right, so Dogs, Premiership. Uh, we got Coleman of... I said Hawkins. Yeah, well. Hawkins and then Brownlow was Petrarca. Petrarca. And then I went Port Adelaide, Coleman. Who'd I end up? I can't even remember who I ended up picking. <laughs> Goodness. How good's that? Go on. Uh, well, Dylan Moore. Well, no, three last I think Tom, quarter, Tom so. Lynch. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to stick with Tom okay. Lynch as Coleman. And then my Brownlow was Fife. I just. Yeah. If, if he can look after himself, which. That's the big thing with Fife is if, if he misses a game, then obviously I'm probably not going to go Fife because <laughs> he, he relies on he playing does the whole thing. Yeah, the... if it's not him, then I mean, based on the first game, you'd wouldn't say no to Travis Boak, would you? Oh, I'd love if Travis Boak won won a Brett. Like the fact that he played half forward flank for so long yeah. when he should have been playing midfield. I, I feel that way with Darcy Parrish from you guys. Yeah, like he was a gun elite midfielder in juniors. And I think they were just a bit like almost annoyed. He just didn't grow up or out. He sort of just sort of kept his body shape. Stayed as he was. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, you, you're not like a bash and crash mid. Who cares? If he's just a good football, I get him in there. And he was good last night too. So so we, that tackle there, that's got to be something. Oh. No, it's a th- no, that tackle, that's an absolute. Toronto. Those guys are going to punch tackle. on. I've been watching Jack's, this for a couple of years. Yeah, minutes. Jack Steele <laughs> and Jacob Hopper are not mates. Yeah. Well, Jack Steele used to play for GWS. Yeah, I was just thinking, boys, we might have to leave it there. Wow. Yep. One hour, 25 to, minutes. Jeez, it just kept going. Stuff. Yeah, well, that's all right. We've got plenty more podcasts to go. But um, thanks for tuning in to Border Barrels. We'll be back next week yep. um, doing the same old thing. Hopefully a little bit more structured and a little bit more on time because I think this takes a while to upload to all your favourite streaming services. Um, Wherever you get you might guess. you might get a couple yes. might get a couple in a quick succession. Yeah, so you might get a couple, but um, yeah, stay tuned. Look up the Border Barrels bloody website that's coming. We're gonna have take your foot into the park, do yeah. some barrels. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, just get send out, in just some. Kick vi- we we want videos. We, we want to react videos. to some barrels. We want to see. We want to see barrels. We do want to see barrels. So for, barrel MVP for the week, Dusty with yep. his big barrel. Oh, yeah. Jaden yeah. Stevenson had his chance, but he's bloody shanked one. Dan, so. Dan Houston did one out in the full. Jaden, when the siren went just for no reason, which is interesting. Yep, so Jaden round two, if you can pick that up, we'll get your barrel. Yep. You can be the barrel MVP for the week. But so far, Dusty. Cool. On you, Dusty. Catch you later.